Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Huge, an inside look at chasing a dream. I'm Eugene Kenny. Uh, we talk to um, stand-up comics here on our show. We, um, I've, I've been a stand-up comic for a very long time. Sometimes you're going to see me looking over here to my right and not talking to my guest. But I'll be, it's the one-man show. We do it all right here. Um, one computer, one program, we, 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 we talk to each other. Anyway, back to um, what we do here. I uh, talk to stand-up comics. Some of the best stand-up comics I know are here in Denver, Colorado. Um, Denver, Colorado's got a great scene. This is Denver, a great scene. <laughs> but, uh, Denver, Colorado's got a great comedy scene. I've been a stand-up comic now for almost 30 years. So, um, and you're like, why don't I know you? Good question. <laughs> Good question. You know, but that that happens. But anyway, um, my guest Dave, pronounce your last name for me. Newland. Newland. I, yes. I knew there was an L in there. Dave Newland. Dave Newland does the um, did the um, Friday night showcase for us um, down at Ari's Tavern on this past Friday. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was oh, a lot of fun. you're very welcome. Thanks for doing the show. I appreciate it. I know you know this is it's not you know you and there's investment in your future here. yeah so i know that you know your time's not cheap but thank you for coming out and doing the show you bet. um i'm going to show you what what dave did uh, i'm going to show you a bit of his set after you know in a little while like we we normally do after we have our conversation but um it's it's kind of odd because what i want to talk to dave about is is exactly what um, you know is on tape. So you'll you'll see later <laughs> how it how it all works around. So Dave, I guess we'll start with question number one, the obvious one, man. Was that the stupidest call you ever saw at the end of the Super Bowl? It was a great well, game. Oh my God, it was a great game. It, it was, was a great it was game. a really great I mean, game. It was yeah. I'll give you that. I, I really haven't seen game. a Super Bowl that good in a yeah. long time. So I agree. I agree. It was. Uh, but uh, I'm not a big. Pete Carroll fan, so oh, man, I'm, I'm I came from from down southern California. So. I was he, down there a little he's, while. He's my king. I'm sorry, I was a uh, oh. big SC fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got family that are big SC fans. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm a Nebraska fan. I lived there really? eight years in Nebraska. Right. Yeah. So, what did you think of that call at the end? Um, that pass. I mean, how many? How many, uh, what, what, what did they, those t-shirts, what did they call that guy? Bull? Uh, uh, I did not see oh. the t-shirts. Oh, God, it, it'll, it'll come to me. They're running back. They, they, uh, beast. The Marshall. Beast Marshall. mode. Yeah. You know, how many beast mode t-shirts did yeah. they sell? And then when it came down to, hey, this is what we do, you right. know, we're down here at the thing, we're going to try to pass it to some, Yeah. Uh, well, and you got you to admit, the guy, that, the guy that intercepted is a butler. Yeah. Uh, you know, what a story. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a rookie. And and what he's been able to accomplish is... Uh, but it just... Yeah. It, it yeah. right to him. Passed yeah. it right to him. And yeah. it, it was a great move. Yeah. I mean, he saw the he saw the end coming around. Absolutely. And he said, he, he outrun it. He, you know, he ran yeah. right. it. Was, it was great. It was great. I wish it would have been the Broncos, but... Yeah. But, you know, yeah, but, let's yeah. hope Peyton comes back and we have another good yeah. season, you know. Yeah, they can't have it all. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's odd that you, you're in Denver. You know, you get to the point where you, you're, you're starting to go, wow, are we always going to be almost there? Are yeah. Are we always going to be the guys who are, yeah. you know, yeah. since John left, yeah. you know. 
God. One time when um, they first started the um, fan, um, well, they, they have the they have um, the football team come over and the fans come over and before the tent, before the um, games and the uh, before the season starts and right. the fans meet them. They used to call it a thing, but the first one they ever had, I was going to it and a guy saw me walking up there with my girlfriend and he said, "Yo, man, get over here." And I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And he said, "Get in. The, the players going this side." I was like, all right, cool. So they thought I was a player. And so <laughs> I went in there. <laughs> and and uh, I signed some kid's um, little brochure, John Elway. So somewhere there's a John, <laughs> there's a John Elway signature that works. out there. That works. <laughs> That's actually mine. Uh, well, don't mm. let him know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't tell that story to, to millions of people or however many people. There was something uh, when the Broncos played at Mile High. It was just a, it was a yeah. different feeling. I, I've been to Invesco, but yeah. Mile High was... Uh, so you've been here, you, you go way back in Denver? Or? I've been here since 90. Well, okay, since okay. 1990, but I, I've been around. I lived in Nebraska for eight years. I lived up in Fort Collins for mm-hmm. four years, and uh, out in California, I went back there after high school for about four years. So, oh. so, uh, um, how did you get in this? How did you get in the stand-up? I mean, you you do. Uh, I guess the let me tell the people what, what he does. You do he does a thing called the um, what is it? The Rodney, Rodney Revival. Rodney Revival, right. which is a, a Dangerfield show. Yep. You know, which is um, you as Rodney Dangerfield. Exactly. If but I, I believe, if I'm saying this right, if Rodney Dangerfield had was still writing jokes, correct? Because there's today's jokes. Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield done. There's a lot of uh, a lot of different aspects that that allow that having that voice, mm-hmm. having the voice, and and actually looking like him. You know, uh, it's tough every morning you wake up and you look at the mirror and you think to yourself, "Oh no, I really do look like him." <laughs> uh, it's a it's one of those things where uh, it can be a blessing, but it can mm-hmm. be a burden as well because. Uh, there's a lot of different aspects you can work with it, and uh, I've done a commercial for the radio. Was uh, I did a little Rodney voice on the radio. Uh-huh. You, uh, do a, you do a very good Rodney. I mean, thank you. I, I'm impressed. I mean, they're they're going to see it. It's going to be they're going to be impressed with it. I mean, that's that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Right on. You were at, you like I said, you were at Ari's Tavern, and I was I was. We try to have a bunch of people on that we don't know. Right. That's the thing at Ari's right. Tavern, and um, I had never seen you do a show. Well, yeah. and that's a. Uh, uh, it, I haven't been doing it long. I really mm-hmm. seriously uh, trying to find a, a way to make this new mm-hmm. instead of uh, just using his jokes. Um, I want to make it a little bit different. But as I was saying, the different aspects of it are uh, there's the voice itself. Mm-hmm. There's uh, regular acting. There's a full-blown impersonator. Or there's stand-up comedy. Right. And I have to tell you from just the little bit of time I've been doing it, uh, obviously, stand-up comedy is uh, the most challenging, yeah. um, but the funnest. Do you do? Um, is is it a one character that you do right or? now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, have you done stand-up comedy as yourself? I mean, do you do? I have is not. Rodney just a character? Rodney is just Rodney a is your Rodney is your only character. It is my only. And he's character. your only. That's the persona you take on stage every time. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now, that's interesting to me because um, that had to be. Um, I don't know, challenging to start that here in Denver because you're the first I've ever heard of. I mean, I know that that exists because when when um 
when some people when you were getting ready to do the show, people asked me what you did, and I told them, and they they asked me, you know, where is the market in that? And I'm like, you know, there's a please, there's a Vegas market, there's a Branson market, there's you right. know, uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I mean, there's there's money out there yeah, to be made. Homes too, you Ex- know. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. I mean, however you want to do it, I mean, there's sure. there's there's a, there's a career out there to be had. Absolutely. But how does one? How do you start that? I mean, you're, you you got to start just like every other comic, open mic, right? Right, and that's uh, that's you. When you're on Facebook, you have all these different people you get to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did an I did an open mic I, for eight weeks at a place called X Saloon in South Denver, okay, down Littleton or wherever that was. That's no longer there, but I mean the the eight weeks that I was there, that they allowed me to do the open mic. Uh, I met some really nice comics, people that came in and were very supportive of the open mic. Gave me some insight on uh, doing the improv part of it, mm-hmm. uh, and it was interesting. But uh, um, you know, overall, I just i i want to make I want to make comedy work. I just don't quite know how to do it yet. Right. Well, There's I mean, a lot of figuring out to do. You're you know you're dialing it in. I mean, if if you've decided already that this is the this is the direction that you want to go, if you want to go with this character, right? Then um, you've you you've got it. You, you your work you got a good step forward on that because thanks. I was I was very I was very impressed with what you do as as far as a as far as a character. The, and I was the one thing I was going to add is you know I did it I did it on and off I, I've waited tables for years mm-hmm. and uh, I used to wait on a bunch of uh, Italians in North Denver. Another career. There yeah, are there yeah. are those places in L.A. that right yeah that absolutely waiting for your absolutely table. I don't want to wait tables the rest of my life. I but, got you. You know I got you. that's. Uh, um, but I used to wait on all the old Italians in North Denver. The small bone family would come in and Checkers and Clyde and all those guys. Right, okay, and, okay. and I would make jokes at the uh, at, at dinner, and and uh, they loved it. You didn't just say some names that were going to give me shot. Oh, no, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them aren't around anymore, but they have relatives. You know? um, but it was it was a blast being able to play around with Rodney. Uh-huh. And then once I got into the sales, I got into uh, furniture sales and stuff, and and I got away from it. Um, about a year and a half ago, I was with a friend, went to a concert. He, see, he heard me do a little Rodney, and he said, do a tribute. So from there, I've taken it to open mics and, and uh, a few shows, and, and uh, I'm not quite sure how it's going to end up, but I can tell you, like I said, the, the challenging part is writing new material right. and thinking along the lines of Rodney. Um, Rodney was a, a fantastic comic, extremely well respected, and you know, never had that in his life, you know. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he gets respect, you know, with his shirt and tie in the uh, Smithsonian. And uh, the guy is uh, he is somebody that a lot of comics look at and say, "Wow, what oh, a story!" Yeah. Um, oh, Dangerfield is a, is amazing. I had no idea how big Dangerfield was right. um, until you hit Los Angeles. I mm-hmm. mean, when I used to work the um, improv, mm-hmm. you know, Dangerfield come walking in the door. I mean. Everything stopped. Yeah, everything stopped, and and he was one of the, he was one of the few people that didn't have to go through the crowd to to get people said Dangerfield's here. People went and got him. Yeah, you know, and brought him in. Yeah. It's like Dangerfield's coming. Okay, well <laughs> there you go. You yeah. know, and you know he seemed. I, I can't say that I ever I ever spoke to him. You know, face to face, but he right. seemed like a really nice guy. I mean, he was on a different level for me at the time. Right. And, Still is, but right. um, I really like I really liked him. What have you ever you ever thought? You know that have you ever had anyone say that you're not really doing your comedy? That you're 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 not really not yet. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure I guarantee you that there's people out there thinking along those mm-hmm. lines. But uh, like I said, there's different aspects to it that I haven't figured out yet. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I know that when I get into something, I'm going to research it fully and I'm going to understand all the different ways to, to make it financially a success and, and happiness in my life too. That's, mm -hmm. to me, that's the biggest thing. I want to be happy. So and if I can do this and be happy, why not? How long have you been on stage? I mean, with this character? I did a minute at the improv uh, in well, August. No, I mean, <laughs> a minute at the improv in August of 2013. Mm -hmm. And from there, I've done maybe 15 shows. Really? 10, 15 shows. And, and these have a been a lot of practice mics. at home, talking really? to walls, you know. Well, you flow into you flow in and out of the character really well. I mean, I, you're, it's 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 a well practiced, you know, yeah. thing for you. I mean, it's really and you. I you, wait tables, so uh -huh. waiting tables allows me to break into character with people every day, 20, 30, 40 times a day. Oh, and that's an instant connection. It is an for instant, sure, absolutely. Sure. Wow. And it, from age groups to mid-twenties all the way up into the eighties people recognize that voice and they recognize the mannerisms mm -hmm. and uh, Rodney had a lot of great jokes. So. Were you um, a Dangerfield fan or did you just look um, Easy Money and Caddyshack to me are some of the best movies, <laughs> two of the best comedies ever written um, and, and he makes Caddyshack those movies. Is, oh my god. Caddyshack oh my god. is, yeah, wow. you talk to people from Australia and, and UK that have heard of that movie and know about Rodney. Right. It's amazing. He's an international uh, symbol. So, what do, you, what do you think is in this truck down here? <laughs> I can't uh, be distracted by the yeah. <laughs> by the screen. Well, um, I wish it was that nice out. Oh God! It's, yeah, no lie. This is this is not what it is. Uh, it really, it, you know, this is there's snow down there and people sliding around and hitting each other <laughs> down there today. So it's 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 a wishful version of. Denver, Colorado. Um, before we go on, I guess I should say that um, we are sponsored by, let me bring them up here, we are sponsored by Ari's Tavern. Ari's Tavern is where we do the um, Friday Night Showcase. They are at um, 5686 Pecos Street here in um, Denver, Colorado, home of the world's famous Ari's Burger. Did you get something to eat while you were there? I've had their burgers. Yeah, They're it's, incredible. It's, it's a good. It's a good. It's a half pound burger. It, yeah. It's it's good. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's meat. So yeah, fifty six eighty six Pecos. Come on down and check them out. And we are also sponsored by. As I try to work my mouse on my <laughs> jeans. Well, we are not going to be able to do that right now. What happened to my mouse? There it is. Okay. And so that's Ari's Tavern. And. See the stuff you do when you're just a one-man <laughs> show, dude? When you're just a one-man thing? It's all good. And that's, that is uh, Maria Navin Lassiter, Team Hernandez Real Estate. They are serving Denver and the surrounding areas. And if you move with them, then you're going to get a, a absolutely free, uh, I mean, if you buy, sell a house with them, you're going to get a free move. Um, her phone number is right there, 720-401-1889. And we really, really, really appreciate our sponsors and that's one that's the worst part of yeah doing the you know buying a new house or renting mm -hmm. a new place here yeah when you buy you have to move and somebody's so, going to help you do it yeah what happened to my mouse now <laughs> oh there it is so i'm so i know that there are people watching going you're going to have to fix this <laughs> you're going to have to figure out how to do this better because that's not working for me all right so we really like Maria, let's go 
And there she is. And that's back to us. Oh, right. wow. Okay. <laughs> Gonna have to figure out something quicker than that. Okay. So there we are. So let's say, what was it like your first time? You're, um, you sucked it up. You're going to go somewhere here. And what was your, you did the eight weeks at your own place. Yeah. Well, the first, mm-hmm. the first one was uh, the one minute. And I, I swear it was the longest minute of my life. Really? Did it go well? or? Uh, it seemed to go well. I had some people uh, ask me to do like uh, a coffee shop downtown and a couple of things like that. But um, nerves, I've never experienced. I've spoken in front of people before. Mm-hmm. But when they expect you to be funny, it's a whole different ballgame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, whole yeah, different sure. ballgame. Oh, yeah. I, t- I always tell people, I mean, it's not, this business is not about not being scared. This mm-hmm. business, I yeah. should look at the camera. This business is about um, being scared and moving out there and doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, getting through, stepping through those curtains and, and, and pushing out your jokes. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. and the adrenaline goes. It flows. Once mm-hmm. you get started and uh, the amount of practice that goes into watching somebody do a 20-minute, a, a 30-minute, 40-minute set, um, it, you're impressed. I'm going to step all out the camera done. here. You okay. Stay right there and keep talking. When it's all said and done, you realize the amount of work that it takes to to make that crowd interact with you or right. um, to stay on track with your jokes. Um, but that first minute seemed like the longest minute of my life. Wow. Um, but from there, I've, I did the open mic for eight weeks, and like I said, it was a way to get in front of people. Um, so. And it, it sure did take away a lot of the, the, nervous, <laughs> the nervous twitches that I have. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, can't stand those. You yeah. know? Where, where do you want to go with, with, with the Rodney review? Like I said, I'm, 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 I'm game. An example would be you never know who you're going to meet. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I met a gentleman at your show that was really interesting that actually uh, uh, created a show on Discovery Channel. He happened to be at Aries that night. Um, in at Waiting Tables, I've met people that uh, did the set for uh, uh, Parks and Recreation. And, uh, you know, you just so never know who you're going to run into. I'm going to get cut of that deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that would be about $34. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and you can't be in it for the money. Um, right. I, I worked for money for years, and there's nothing wrong with that, and I'm, I'm a firm believer that you have to work hard to make money. But if you can do it and have fun doing it, why not? Yeah. You know, people uh, people really appreciate that Rodney character. And um, I've had people with Alzheimer's who have just lit up like a light bulb when they heard that voice. Right. Yes. Okay. And it's, uh, it's so there's a wow. lot of different ways to be able to use it. Uh, the impersonator part seems like probably the most lucrative and and most consistent. Uh, the legend shows in Vegas and stuff, I... Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want to uh, do you do photos at your, at your shows? Um, I haven't done much, like I said, much of anything as far as portfolio or any of that. And I know there's a lot involved. I should have um, told you to bring your outfit, man. We could have done a whole bunch of stuff right here. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. I would love to. Okay. It's, uh, I was just talking with a friend of mine. It's uh, definitely uh, having his jokes for the legend show. You have to do Rodney's. Right. And that's mm-hmm. where I'm saying with the stand-up comedy, being able to come up with st- new material uh, uh, is rough, but it's fun. Now, you get to test them on all the customers every day, you know. <laughs> Rodney's, you know, Rodney pretty famous. Um, can you do Rodney's jokes? I didn't. I mean, are, are Rodney is Rodney? Copy you know of, what? Uh, I don't know. I looked up just last night, and, and I seen that there's some trademark, all done by his last wife. Mm-hmm. Um, my feeling on it is, is there's very few Rodney performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the performers that are out there. 
uh, do a fairly good job, but I, I feel like I could do better. And uh, I don't know any of the ramifications of just using his jokes. I don't go on stage and say, hey, I'm Rodney Dangerfield. I, you know, I go on stage and say, I'm the Rodney Revival. If we had all these impersonators that do Elvis and Frank Sinatra and Tina Turner and Liza Minnelli, if we said, okay, well, these people, if they're dead, why not? You know, why not keep them alive in, in that form? I immediately thought of that when, when you, um, you know, when, when I saw your set, that it would be great to have Rodney come out after Dean Martin or, you know, you know, or Frank Sinatra, right? You know, in one of those shows, right? It would be uh, because that's exactly how it happened. Yeah, and and his story's phenomenal. And I think people need to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you write down goals when you first start all these things. Um, one of them, I want to perform at Dangerfields in New York. <laughs> okay, that's what, it's okay. one of my one, one of my goals. It's a long term goal, but I wrote it down and I'll get there. Well, dude. You should you should reach out to them pretty quickly. Yeah, you know? yeah. Wow. I, there's a lot of different avenues. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing is is uh, starting a full length feature movie about Rodney. Uh, that is one of them that I wrote down. And you know, um, if Joan Dangerfield is watching this, um, Joan, I think I can play the part. <laughs> all you got to do is give me a chance. All right, Baldwin Baldwin Entertainment. Whoever owns the rights, give me a call. Yeah. And that's the whole idea. If they you see could, it, you should do it. I wish, I, <laughs> I wish my close-up camera was working today. Man, God, I don't know what's wrong with it. But anyway, they, um, I, I do. I do know that there's there's copyright issues surrounding all of his work. Mm -hmm. I'm not going up and saying, "Hey, I'm Rodney Dangerfield." So, uh, if they want to call and talk to me, uh, I'll t I'll put them in touch with my lawyers. <laughs> I don't have any lawyers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really think. I don't really think it would be a problem. I hope not. You know, but then again, you don't see a lot of Rodney performers. Maybe she doesn't want anybody out there performing Rodney. Um, I, I just have a hard time thinking when there's 4,000 Elvis impersonators in this country. Um, right. You know, where's the line drawn? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I, I don't and, and I can see with the, with the stand-up side of things, when I watch these comics get up and, and, and work jokes that they've been working on for six months and get them to a point where they feel like they're the best joke that they've ever written. Um, that's important, and, and I think that that's something that has to be given a lot of respect to. And um, I'm not out there to disrespect comics or, or disrespect Rodney. It's just a matter of uh, uh, if he were still here, what would he say? You know, I'm what sure he'd love it to death, right? I hope so. I hope so. He met other impersonators, and he was, he was fine with it. So uh, we'll, see. we'll see what the, uh, the outcome is. But... Yeah, the the impersonator aspect has definitely got some potential. Well, like I said, you were at the um, you were at the Arch Tavern show mm -hmm. um, the other day, and we are going to have a look at your set here. It was a. Are we going to have a look at your set? I think. Now you cut out the ones that didn't get any applause, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing like a little film editing. Oh, it was great. It, it, was really, it was a really nice set. They're going to enjoy this. All right. Uh, this is uh, Ro it's Rodney. See, I was going to say this is Rodney. Oh, yeah. It's Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is Dave at, at, at the uh, at the East Tavern uh, last Friday. Uh, and it, it, it was a great set. You'll enjoy it. Um, the downside that we have here in the studio is that, I don't know what happened with some of the equipment today, um, is that we can't hear it, but you'll be able to hear it. So, anyway. excellent. Yeah. So, give me a taste. Go. Enjoy that, y'all. <laughs>
for the Rodney Revival. What a crowd, what a crowd. Hey, do this to the rookies. All right, all right. Welcome to Aries Tavern, all right. Give it up for Eugene Kenny. Oh, yeah. Oh, I tell you, that guy. I found out the other, I just found out a few months ago. He used to date my, my wife. Oh, yeah. And for those of you that think that size don't matter, well, you got another thing coming. Well, everybody doing okay tonight? Yeah. I tell you folks, I'm doing okay too. You know, I'm doing okay now, but last week I was in rough shape. Well, last week I found out I was added to the TSA no-fly list. Oh yeah, coming back from Vegas, I was subjected to a full body cavity search. I tell you though, it wasn't that bad. Oh yeah, that's more action I've seen in six months. Oh yeah, and I mentioned she was a female TSA agent. Oh, yeah, she strapped on those gloves, went about her business. I tell you, folks, I kept yelling at her, talk dirty to me, talk dirty to me. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for my next flight. All right, all right. I tell you, I know what you guys are thinking. Turned on by the TSA. I tell you, I don't got no sex life anymore. Well, we, my wife and I, we got our clothes off. We can't quit laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, my wife. We've tried everything. My wife has more fucking toys than my grandkids. <laughs> oh yeah, folks. I tell you, she's always on her phone texting, you know, playing games. Well, I'm thinking about changing my name to iPhone. <laughs> Maybe that way I'll get a little more attention. Oh, I tell you, it ain't easy. I tell you the whole story, folks, the whole fucking story, you know? I got it tough, I got a lot of problems. Oh, my biggest problem's my new doctor. Oh, yeah, I had to switch it up. You know, Obamacare made me get a new doctor. I got a new doctor. His name's Dr. Todd Sweeney. Oh, yeah, Dr. Todd Sweeney. Uh, the first time I went into his office, he made me nervous. He had me sit in a barber chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. He kept, uh, he kept mumbling to himself. Are you sure you don't need a shave? I tell you, I left my doctor, went to my therapist. You know, it didn't get any better. I told her, I said, I'm feeling like shit. Everybody's treating me terrible. I'm feeling like a dog. She said, get off my couch. <laughs> well, I tell you, folks, I tell you, I get no respect, you know? I get no respect at all. All right. Well, I tell you, it's tough getting any respect when you're as ugly as I am, you know? I've known it for years. Why, well, when I was a baby, it started when I was a baby. Uh, my mom, she never breastfed me. She said she only liked me as a friend. Oh, my dad, he wasn't any better, you know. He made me sit on, he made me sleep on the floor in the kitchen naked. Keep the roaches away, you know. <laughs> oh, my old man, he was terrible. I knew I was ugly. Everybody remember, everybody remember elementary school and picture day? Yeah. Uh, well, I do too. My old man hired a stand-in. <laughs> I tell you folks, it's tough being ugly. Oh, yeah, in high school, you know, they voted me most likely to masturbate. <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't get any easier when you get older. Oh, yeah, getting older, I took my dog into the vet the other day to get him fixed. Oh, yeah, they tried to cut my balls off. <laughs> I tell you, folks, it's not easy, you know. I tell you, it's not easy being me. Oh, you're getting real quiet, I tell you, what a tough crowd. 
<laughs> North Denver, tough crowd, huh? North Denver, right? Uh, I, tell you, I asked my doctor once, I said, hey, what about a vasectomy? He said, with a face like yours, you don't need one. <laughs> I tell you, folks, I tell you, it ain't easy being me. Oh, uh, yeah. I can remember my parents. You know, I used to ask my parents all the time, why don't we go to Disneyland? Why don't we do something fun, you know? They said, my old man told me, he said, Mickey Mouse died in a cancer experiment. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd take us to places like Toadstool Park, you know, rock formations in the middle of nowhere, 100 degree heat in the middle of summer, running out of water. Oh, I lost two siblings that day. I don't know about you folks, but I think they planned it. Oh, no laughing here. This is a no laughing matter, folks. I tell you, I've got a lot of problems. I figured out the best way to solve these problems. I smoke a lot of weed. I don't know if anybody out there smokes weed. Anybody smoke weed? Oh, yeah, I tell you, I do too. It helps a lot. It helps me get through the day. I tell you, they got all these different kinds of marijuana now. You go into the stores, they got Willie Nelson. Well, the other day I bought some Dick Cheney. Well, I took that shit home and smoked it. I went hunting, shot somebody, and got away with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one, you know. I'm afraid to try the fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no laughing matter here, you know. I tell you, folks, all these, all these uh, political campaigns, you know. They're already talking about 2016 in the presidential campaign. Uh, I tell you, I'm thinking about running for office next time around. Anybody for Rodney for president? Oh, I tell you, I tell you, folks, I'm thinking about running for office. But you know, nowadays they want you to smoke crack, take pictures of your dick, and text them to everybody. Oh yeah, that's what they expect from you. Well, I tell you, I tried to take a picture of my dick. I couldn't get the camera to zoom in far enough. Oh yeah, I'll leave you with one more, folks. I tell you, getting old is tough, you know. Getting old is a lot tougher than you think. Uh, you got to watch what you eat. Got to take your pills, you know. Well, the other day I took some Viagra with my prune juice. I didn't know if I was coming or going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell you, there's some good stuff about it, too, you know. Oh, you got to hang out with your grandkids. Oh, yeah. Hang out with my grandson a lot. Why, we so even learned how to change Denver? diapers together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you guys have been great. I hope you had a few laughs. All right. Oh, we're back. Look up the Rodney <laughs> Revival on Facebook, like my page. I'll see you around. All right. Hey, that was you, man. Thank you, you very much. I I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's the best one so far. Really? Know? Yeah. It was a yeah. it was a really good set. Thank I was you. really really impressed with it. I was Thank like, you. Wow, that was. Yeah. It takes. Yeah. You know, I've done a, a few other open mics, and yeah. yeah. Not that Aries is an open mic, but you get in those situations where you're uh, 26th out of 38, and you know it hits 10:30, and an old guy like me can't stay up that late. You know? <laughs> That's what it boils down to. You know, hey, wake that guy up. I think he's next. Uh -huh. um, so it's it's actually uh, nice to know when you're performing and in order and all that good stuff. Right. I'm changing cameras here. Sorry. Okay. There, now we're back to right. I was like, wow. So it's a one-man I'm trying back to, to operation. It's crazy. <laughs> wow, we flew. We flew. So that was, that was, that was Dave. Well, that was Rodney. Or was that was the Dave? The Rodney Revival. Dave. The Rod that was yeah. Dave. <laughs> the Rodney Revival. 
at Ari's Tavern, and, and I hope you saw why I, I, I liked it so much. I keep talking to the monitor. I need to raise the monitor up there. So <laughs> the things we learn as we do this. Is, yeah, right? absolutely. I don't know who I'm talking to or what I'm talking at. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> we, are all, we are all over the world. We are all over the world. We are um, talking with Dave. Pronounce your last name again for me, Dave. Newland. Newland. Dave Newland. Um, the Rodney... Rodney Re- Revival. Revival. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave does... Um, and in, God, I don't even know what it is. An impersonation or a... It's a, a yeah, we'll call it tribute? a crossbreed. Yeah. <laughs> a, a crossbreed between the old comic and new stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, a tribute to Rodney, yeah. but it's a tribute to Rodney that if Rodney kept writing, uh, Rodney had written on, you know, it's not, uh, I haven't seen him, I'm sure that you do some Rodney jokes, you do some oh, Rodney yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. I'm sure that if you get, you know, if you get requested to do some Rodney stuff, but what I saw, you saw, and it was it was like the new, the new Rodney. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, I like, like I said, having fun with it. It's, uh-huh. uh, it's a unique voice that I think I can... Uh, utilizing several different aspects, but uh, looking like him is scary. Right, it's scary. Uh, so, is there um, family behind you, or yeah, yeah? I'm I'm married. I've uh, been together with my wife for 19 years. Uh, got three awesome daughters and a great son, and mm-hmm. and uh, support from all different directions. It's it's a lot of fun. That's and like I said, you know, if you're not going to enjoy it, why do it? Right. So right. that's that's where now, I'm at. Before you started doing Rodney on stage, mm-hmm. were, did you do Rodney at home for your? I mean, have you been doing Rodney for 16 years? I, I've that? been doing it. Uh, I, I like I said, I used to wait on these old Italians, and that was 24 years ago. Wow! So just playing with it though. I mm-hmm. never never did anything serious. Um, it wasn't until a year and five months ago that I said, "Hey, let's try something," mm-hmm. and uh, it turned out to me, it's everybody's been real supportive, and uh, I had a lot of great people show up at the show. On Friday night, and uh, I just, I, you know, I hope that I can appeal to people with Rodney and without. Um, now, how's it going to work for you? I mean, if, if someone, you know, if the people in Vegas go, "Hey, we really like what you do. Let's go." Um, I mean, you know, you're you're pretty much rooted. I am. I am. Um, uh, you know, I have friends in Vegas too, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a matter of uh, test the waters, I yeah. guess. You know, if and I, I have a feeling that that's what they would do. They would want to. And I'm sure there would be interviews involved. There would be how much material does this guy know? How much time can we give him on the stage? I just, uh, a lot of those I'll figure out as I go. Now, how do you write? I mean, I guess you have to, I guess you try to get into the Rodney, you know, into yes. his mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that? What is that about? I put on my uh, my white pants and my checkered shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he was notorious for sitting around in his bathrobe. Uh, really? else. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and he wrote his jokes in his bathrobe. Now, do you, do you tell Rodney's story? I mean, do you know Rodney's history? I'm still you? reading a lot. And, and like I said before, you have to. The research aspect of, of comedy, not just Rodney, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. comedy, I, I had no idea. And I started looking into the, the older comics. And you know, one of my favorites was Red Fox. It was awesome. Oh, uh, some of the older ones, like uh, uh, the guy from Oklahoma, uh, Gene Tracy. Oh, Do you know Gene Tracy? No, I do not. <laughs> oh, oh, he was something else. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, we. my parents had these eight-track tapes of Gene Tracy, Truck Stop Number 19, or whatever it was, 
And we would take these eight tracks and we'd go plug them in, and we felt like we were getting away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they never knew where they went. Yeah, oh, we would I, listen to those over and God, over again. I remember the truck stop. And page. and yeah. the jokes were, you know, definitely not politically correct. Oh, um, but somebody no, from no, Oklahoma that like that didn't exist. <laughs> no, there was no, no correct that, at all. Um, so watching those watching those old comics and then the different types of comedy, and Rodney was uh, I liked that he he stayed away from race race. He stayed away from po politics, really. Uh, he stayed away from uh, uh, gender. Um, uh, and it was always the jokes led back to himself. If you can make fun of yourself, then why not? You know, that's the fun part about it. I, I, I don't think uh, I would be offended if, if people make jokes about me. I, don't, I really don't care. It's, uh, I'm out there to make people laugh. Right, okay. You know, okay. so uh, the, the fun part of it is... Um, learning more and more about comedy, uh, uh, observational comedy, the different types. Um, and as far as learning more about Rodney, yes, I'm uh, as much information as I possibly can. I want to know, uh, I'm reading his autobiography right now. What is his autobiography called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the spot. Come on, man, on, on the, the spot. spot. Uh, a life of uh, sex, drugs, mm -hmm. and uh, laughs. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's on my nightstand. Uh, the forward actually is written by Jim Carrey, and, and not to get into great detail and stuff, but he was just he was a supporter of all different types of uh, comedy. Jim Carrey toured with him before he became famous. Really? Yes, and and uh, he was Jim Carrey toured with Rodney, and he, Jim Carrey brought his dad. He has some stories that you'll you'll find on on. So this probably a lot why Jim Carrey is fearless. It pretty much. When he, because yeah. when he showed up, he showed up fearless. You know. Yeah. There was like, and odd. The, I mean, yeah, you <laughs> have to be fearless odd. to be that odd. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It wasn't. It wasn't. He. It wasn't him. You right. know what I mean? Sometimes you, you find an odd character, but that's him off stage too. Yeah. Carrie was different. Carrie, Carrie was, was very. Different. When he turned it on, <laughs> yeah. it was. It was. You didn't know where it was yeah. coming from. Know what it was going to be. Yeah. But he was committed to it completely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. His so. it, and Rodney was a big believer in. Jim Carrey, he said, look, these people don't get you. Yeah. They don't get you, but I do, and, and what you're doing is great. Yeah. So eventually they did, and look where Carrey's career went. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I just, I'm learning a lot, mm -hmm. yes. There's a lot involved in, you know, anything I've ever done, whether it's sales or, or uh, even working at the restaurants, you have to know what you're doing. Right. You sound, you sound studied in this, you know. I'm That's trying. Good. That's good. I'm trying. That's good. I watch you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I watched the bear I, I or any of these other guys. Yeah, you know? that's that's Chuck Roy, yeah. uh, local comic. I, I I tell you the truth, man. I mean, I the number one question I get from from comics or from people that other than do you write your own material? Mm -hmm. um, the other <laughs> the other than that is um, how do I get into this business? And I realized a few years back that I no longer had the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I have no idea how you get into comedy now. Right. You know, this, you know what I mean? It, I and think, so, like I said, it, it, sometimes it's the right place at the uh, right time and the right person sees you. But that's the reason why, I, that's a, a lot of the reason why I do this show is because, uh, you know, I, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to get into comedy, but I can get a lot of people that are getting into comedy Absolutely. together. And, and, and let them tell each other how they're how And I can it. tell you from beginning, from a beginning comic standpoint, you're, uh, you're helping foster other people into that field. And even little bits and little tidbits you pick up from everybody, 
uh, just to be more confident on stage, make sure you project your voice. Right. These are all little things that when people tell you, you try and remember every time you get on stage. It's hey, like going to swing a, swing a golf club. Let's, let's do a writing exercise. All right, writing exercise. Do an Ari's Tavern commercial. Ari's Tavern has the great beer, has the great food, and the great comedy. Well, if you come down to 5686 Pecos Boulevard, you'll find the best staff and ice-cold beers and burgers to go with it. I don't know what the rhino is on there, but <laughs> I'm sure going to go down and find out. Come on down to Ari's Tavern. Great food, live music. See you there. That was beautiful. That was smooth as silk. Well, you know, I, I told you I did a commercial. I did a commercial on the radio for uh, my friends at On the Restaurant Toast down in Littleton, and uh, they ran it on a local station, and uh, a lot of fun to hear it. Well, so our other sponsor is not doesn't feel left out. I'm oh yeah, sorry. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> but I, you know, the the whole point is is uh, I would love to do a commercial for Aries, and uh -huh. and I think there's a, if I knew a little bit more about each and every item in the restaurant, I could sell a couple of things that uh, it would help with the sales. Yeah. So I, it's a lot of fun to be able to go into character right away. You should do that. Yeah. Okay. Team Hernandez Real Estate. Well, I tell you, when I was getting ready to move, I called Maria. Maria Las Navin Lassiter. Navin. Navin. Do it Maria. Again. Okay. I called Maria Navin Lassiter. Team Hernandez Real Estate served me well. If you call them at 720-401-1889, she will help you sell or buy your home. And you can avoid the whole moving process because your move will be free. Give her a call, 720-401-1889. That is so cool. <laughs> you know, you, you, when I did the commercial before, uh, I wondered how many takes it was going to be. But as I did my first, my first voice into the microphone, I thought, wow, this is cool. Uh -huh. It's even got a little ring around it. Right. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm in WTO back in the day. And uh, uh, I started talking into it, and I felt... This isn't Rodney. It doesn't. I don't have the voice. This isn't working. So I started grabbing my necktie, and okay, I started okay, thinking, uh, uh. "Okay, Maria Navin Lassiter, Navin Lassiter, we're going to sell real estate." Um, and that's you, you get into that mode, uh -huh. and once you start doing the the movements, you become that person. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of great impersonators, and that's their key: is if you're going to be that person, you better do it often. <laughs> so, now, I guess the impersonator business. Um, mm -hmm. That's a that's a circuit, I guess, isn't it? I mean, it's it's similar to the comedy circuit. I don't know. I, I don't have an agent. Wow. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of it is. Uh, uh, I'm going to send stuff out there. It's just amazing to me that you're this good. See what, and, see what happens. And you don't have any people. Yeah, no people. You're my people, Eugene. You need people. <laughs> yeah, I need people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, an entourage. That would be nice. Exactly. You need some people. I mean, get this guy some people. This people all right, people. All right. Come on. Jesus Christ. Don't you hear this? This is Rodney. Well, we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, to be to be set and in place and, and not be too overwhelmed with what's going on is one of the goals too. I want to make sure that I can keep everything in check and know what the next step's going to be. I try and map it out, but as you know, you could get a phone call from anybody anywhere. Well, and, hey, it's time this, to do it. This this business, I mean, is 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 odd is an odd business. I mean, if you're on the road as a comic, yeah. this business is, you know, some of the greatest moments of your entire life. Right. Followed by. 
an empty hotel room and nobody to tell <laughs> you know, I've heard that. I've heard and, that and, from know, other comics. Yeah, I mean, that, and, and that's I hear it from you. It's I mean, the same it, thing. It's, it's, an it's an amazing feeling when you're up there. Yeah. But then, you know, you're 30 minutes down. You still got that adrenaline. Yeah. You're in a town. You don't know anybody. Yep. You got, you know, I, usually the, the, you know, the condo is not the best part of town. Right. You really want to, <laughs> you really want to hover outside a yeah. whole lot. So it's 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 that kind of business. So it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting. It's life. not as though you're going to walk into Vegas and play the MGM Grand then, Ballroom, you know. <laughs> but then again, one of the it, this business is one of those businesses that come at you just that quick. Yeah. I mean, it could be somebody saw this, somebody saw that. Absolutely. Give me a call. Hey, you sound good. Let me Absolutely. And three weeks from from whenever the first thing happened, right. they could say sign here. And all your problems go away. Yeah, yeah. Or sign here, and we'll see you in court. Then right, years from exactly. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, usually, it's sign here, sign and we'll, here. we'll take everything off the first. Yeah, album. Your, soul, your soul is first. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get success, but your yeah. soul's gotta go. It's like we'll we'll take everything well. off the first album, and then you you know if, if there's anything left on yeah. the second album, you can have some money then. <laughs> but you know that's the business. That, that well, and, the, and like I said, you know the research part of it. When you're researching comedy, you got to research the aspect of the finances and you know to know that you have an agent that's working in your favor uh to know you have uh, an agency that's going to mm -hmm. book you and get you into different gigs and uh that there's a lot to be said there's a lot of contracts and stuff out there and i don't know anything about them so come take advantage of me yeah. <laughs> um the, the quicker i learn about it the better off i'm going to be mm -hmm. so research right. research research i got you okay so now we're going to do um uh, another game that um Call oh, I like games. Papa Cashin. <laughs> I'm just, and it's just like it sounds. I'm no, gonna, am I looking there? Am I looking there? Am huh? I looking You're going to look right here. Right here. Right. You're going to come up, and we're going to throw some, some captions at them. And All right. Like, kind of like my psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> what does this shape mean? What is this? Oh, uh, wow. Let's see. Man. Holy uh, Emerson's. <laughs> well, I wish I was a mountain goat climbing uh, with her, you know. Uh, actually, uh, wow, what a scene. This was a crazy Saturday morning, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, it's not El Capitan, but uh, I guess it's got some spots to put your, your, your hands there. Your Grand Tetons in the back there. That's Beautiful. <laughs> now let's do a commercial for the mountains. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh. Wow, the last time I seen that, I was taking something that wasn't supposed to be taken. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, uh, it looks like she's pooping. Oh, Rodney, Rodney had a joke about that, you know? About what? Oh, yeah, this here, the ice skating. <laughs> I used to ask my old man if we go ice skating. He said, wait till it warms up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, what let's go it? ice skating. I don't know what that is. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You saw this? Oh, you see the Super Bowl? I did Katie see the, Oh, everybody oh, in the house is going was the crazy. Best, that was the best Super Bowl halftime show I've ever seen. And I'm 50-something years old. I've seen a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to admit, it, I mean, you know what's crazy is to see all the cameras that are sitting up there taking pictures of everybody. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's crazy, everybody's right? on their phones. It's like, enjoy that moment. Right. Enjoy the moment. You're there. Well, enjoy it. I used to say that, man, but now I'm... You film I just everything. Feel, I just feel old. You are, know, those Google, are those Google glasses? Yeah, they're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a second. Enjoy the moment, but I'm with the kids now. I'm like, eh, ah, I got to prove I was here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could you imagine Woodstock? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Right. the cameras? Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, now, when you when you tell somebody you was at Woodstock, I mean, if you were there, I'm sure you got a, a lot of people go. Yeah, everybody was at Woodstock. You know what I mean? But now yeah. the kids can go. Yeah, I was at the Super Bowl, with K- Katy Perry, you know, right? And then throw up a kid. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, exactly. Katie in the back. But a lot of them now just green screens. <laughs> like, yeah. Like we run the show. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, and how much of that? I, I, I love the halftime show, too. It was, it was great. great. It I was did, a good I really, show. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Can't go wrong with Katy Perry, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what can poop? we do with this? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's a heck of an umbrella. Uh, I don't know if it can cover that whole head. Dude. Oh, yeah. He's it's like, not big enough. It's supposed to be my umbrella, not your umbrella. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> he's looking. He's looking up to see if the missile's coming. Is that a, is that a red flag next to the American flag? Oh no! The officer looks nervous. I think it's a Canadian. Oh man, it's a Canadian flag. It looks like the sickle. Oh yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, forget about me in politics, right? Oh. I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I just keep cracking up. You're doing it. This is a this. What is that? A dwarf? Is that what is that? <laughs> what is in there? I'm it's a, it's a giant amoeba, and is it's attacking this boy. <laughs> Nobody's helping this boy. Nobody's girl. helping her. <laughs> she needs help. Oh, maybe she's seeing something we don't want to know about. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh. Well, that's look that's, at that road. That's kind of sad now when I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch all the commercials. Oh. Uh, the uh, nationwide stuff. Oh, did you? You didn't it say was it? sad. Yeah. What's <laughs> sad about it? The Super Bowl it. commercials were, were um, there was one, that, oh, the one about um, domestic violence. Where, oh, dude, I got to play, I got to tape. There was a girl, it shows a kitchen, it's just panning around a kitchen that is like unkept and just a regular kitchen, an old one. But it's a lady calls and she said, I'd like to order pizza. And um, the guy says, this is 911. Um, and she said, "Yes, I'd like pepperonis." And and he said, "Ma'am, this is nine one one. Do you do you know this is nine one one?" And she said, "Yes." And he said, "And you can't talk." And she said, "Yes." Wow. It was it was strong. Yeah. It was, I couldn't I couldn't look away. There's no place in this world for that kind yeah. of stuff. It really isn't. And it was like. So that know, was the commercial that upset everybody. Well, that, I don't know. Was there something was about that, nationwide in there? I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to nation. But that was yeah. the one that, that was the saddest one for me. That one was one. And I don't know why GoDaddy pulled out. I mean, if you're going to do a, a domestic violence video, yeah. you, you can definitely sell a puppy. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know their sponsor. Yeah, I, I, I went to the Indy 500 one year and I got to see Dana, Danica race. Really? Yeah, so that's the year she got out of the car and tried to beat up that other uh, driver. Really? Got a picture? Uh, I a picture? do. I do. <laughs> I was right there. <laughs> look at look at her walk over. She's going to hit him. It was great, but that's why they didn't do it, because there's probably some issues of domestic violence. Damn it, I wanted to beat somebody. <laughs> that was, that was All right, let's next picture. Oh, boy. Right, oh, I love fatherhood. God, doesn't he look pissed off? Oh, yeah, he does. What is it, I told you to bring the Ford, not the Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else so stuffy behind him, you know? He's like, what the hell? Uh, you think he'd get sick of pictures? Yeah, and look at all those pictures. Look at all those people. Everybody. Head. I was here. Taking I was pictures. here. I was here. Oh, it. man. <laughs> Hi, Hello. Putin. Is that Putin That's over there? Putin. Oh, he's loving this, yeah. isn't he? Look at the guy to the right. The guy to the right, <laughs> and he can't get enough. And it says on her back, what? I don't know. Is that Russian? I have no idea. I don't know. So how did this lady get that close to these people? Mm -hmm. 
These are these are obviously she showed her tits. Yeah, they shuffled her on through. Come on, on man. You need the need. Oh man. Oh. I, I just love that look on Putin's face. Yeah. You know? Man. Yeah. I haven't seen those in 10 years. <laughs> and she looks really kind of young. Looks like this. You know, there wouldn't be any sag to those. I, I, is that for the, uh, what is the band that they put in prison? Pussy Riot? Pussy Riot. Is that it? Maybe uh-huh. they were protesting that. I don't know. Is that TD Riot? I, I, they've got, <laughs> I don't know. They've really got a lot of protesting going on over there, that's for sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. Oh, no. Uh, dude, where's my car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he's at, but he made a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You got a shovel, and then you got your wife in the car driving, or what? I can't figure that one out. my ass. What is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> they only said two inches. <laughs> you know? I'm going to take out the weather reporter for sure. Uh, oh, man. That's, oh. <laughs> Dude, he's just getting started. He's just, he's, he's got a long way to go. He's got a long way to go. Hmm. Oh, there's a theme here. Snow stairs. What is this? Snow stairs? Is that what that is? Uh, I'm is waiting it? for the guy to come down on his, on his snowboard, riding yeah, the rails, well, taking people out. You know? to, Maybe yeah, it's a video that's game. That's what I was thinking. This has to be somewhere outside of the United States because even in the United States, someone would be either butt sliding that rail right, or snowboarding that rail. But no one would let that rail go. No. No, it would be you. One, two, three, four, five Jags and nobody's on it. Uh, it's definitely got to be a foreign country. Yeah, Because they usually pull us fat Americans up, right? Exactly. You know, sit in the chair, boss. We'll get you to the top of that hill in no time. Oh, uh. God. Oh, that's sad. That's, that's sad. It is sad. Let that rail go like that. It is sad, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh god and we're back to this back guy. to the all tetons right. yeah that was all right that man. was all right that was fun I, I, a lot better than with the psychiatrist you know <laughs> the psychiatrist they show me stickman and i get nervous you know? <laughs> oh yeah what's that supposed to mean <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure but wow all right man um Man, I wish we had. I'm gonna have to dial this in and get you back to get the up uh, because your your face is so you're so spot on, and uh, I don't know if it's translating to the people out, you know, with the with the shot that we have. You know, it helps today. when I do this, and if I do this, then I can't see you very well. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm the same way. I'm exactly the same way. <laughs> but that's okay. When I get up on stage, it actually helps relieve me a little bit because I, I can look at them and think, oh, if you're not laughing, that's fine. You're blurry anyway. Yeah, I never wear the glasses on stage mm-hmm. anyway because I can see past a certain point I can uh-huh. see fine you know the crowd whatnot you know so and I'm so vain I don't want to wear them on stage but I wear them on the show because you know I have to do stuff right and when I have to do stuff yeah it, it helps <laughs> it helps to be able to see you know? well and, and being able to read on stage oh wait a minute you're not supposed to do exactly what are you get ready to say here well I'll let you I'll let you know that you're the first show that I've ever made it through without pulling out a piece of paper Really? Yeah. Well, I did one Tuesday, too. You mean the one at Ari's Tavern? Ari's Tavern, yeah. That was, like I said, it was definitely one of my, um, I Dude, felt more comfortable there you, than I felt. You definitely did. I mean, you went on stage to an ovation. People were, people were there, you know, they wanted to see what you were getting ready to do. Yeah. So that was, I mean, I was. He was I, a pro. He would walk up and he would get 30 seconds just with ovation. Yeah. Just moving around and doing his thing. Just to say, um, we love you, Rob. Absolutely. And, 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 um. Just that moment of, of 
having not having to get through being able to get through the set and not having to look at a piece of paper or find yourself you know that the flow's there you know you've practiced enough and now it's time to add three right. or four more minutes right so and that's kind of where i'm at you know piece by piece I've talked to these guys, people like you, that have well, been in the business, and you start with two, you you've go been to five, it, you, you go been to ten. At it. I always have the people that have been at it for just a minute. You've been at it for an hour, you know, for a little bit now. Um, look right there. Usually this is my close-up shot. Damn it, i got to fix that. Um, look right there, and um, if you had a little piece of advice, I know people that people go, I don't know, I'm just starting out. i got no advice. But if you started out, what, if you got a little advice for someone sitting right there wanting to do what you do, wanting to come out, what, what would and you create say? a character, or, or well, in general, create a character, do comedy, starting here in Denver, anywhere. What, what, what was a, what, if you had one minute to give them a piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say, the first thing you need to do is uh, uh, attend some open mics. Go watch the comics. That was some of the best, best way to figure out how I wanted to approach it. Um, but watching the other comics was was a key, and not taking their material, but watching them how they worked with the crowd and stuff. Um, uh, the, other, the other thing would be is uh, project your voice. Make sure people understand the words you're saying. I've seen comics get up there and they get halfway through a joke. They've lost the customer. They've lost the customer. They've, they've lost the crowd. Which is the customer. And it's, yeah, and it's halfway through the joke. So the last half of the joke is not going to matter to that person that missed the first half. Right. So try and be as, as pronounced as you can and make sure that they understand your words. That's huge. Um, Getting over the spotlight in your face? I have no, I have no <laughs> advice for that because that's just like a deer in a headlight. You just got ah. to work that out. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. But get out there. And, and you know what? I went, went with a person to an open mic on Tuesday of last week, and that's exactly what I told him. I said, just get up and do it. He was one of the last comics to go, and he had a great time. Mm -hmm. he did three minutes, and he was happy. Somebody that's watching this um, tonight or, or on YouTube or watching this um, and, and want to get a hold of you, do you have a page? I mean, where, how uh, go to the Rodney Revival on Facebook. Just type in the Rodney Revival uh, or Dave Newland, uh, N-E-W-L-O-N. You can, you can find me at either one of those. Otherwise, uh, uh, I'm really leery about giving out my phone number. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, you can find me there. Okay. The Rodney Revival on Facebook is the best way to find me. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, like I said, I, I talk to, you know, uh, this is all me. I tell everybody. You know, it's all my stuff. I can talk to anybody I want. Glad, to. glad yeah, to so, and be I, offered I, the chance to be dude, here, dude. I appreciate you coming. Right I on. I really do. I really wanted to talk to you from the from the second two minutes into your set. I I knew I wanted to talk to you on this show. Right on. I wanted to get to know you. And I want to see you do some more stuff. I, I hope so. I'd love to go back and uh, I'd like to do a set with just Rodney jokes. Okay. Just just go up and do right. five minutes of good old Rodney material because you know regardless uh, those jokes are old, yeah. but man they they just they always kill it yeah. so uh, thanks for having me right. dave it's been a good time buddy thank you eugene thank you very much thank I appreciate you it. all right um that's been a huge an inside look at chasing a dream he's been dave nolan i've been eugene kenny we'll see you next week thank you very much everybody. all right <laughs> <laughs> bye it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.